0: Hello and welcome. We're your hosts. I'm Alex and I'm Kat. You found the two PFFs you didn't know you needed but you're glad you have. Congratulations
1: you have found your people.
0: Enjoy the ride as we navigate what it's like to live live out
1: out loud. Hi. Hey. How's it going? It's great. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love Fridays with Friends. So, friend, we're heading into the head. The head. Triad of the Enneagram. Yes.
0: Starting with numero seven. Or
1: siete. That's where she was going with that.
0: Yeah. I wasn't going any direction. (laughs) I just like saying numero.
1: Numero. Seven. It sounds better
0: than saying numero siete. This is as chaotic as I expected a seven episode
1: to go. This is our brain on the seven there you go. <laughs> so we've got a special guest tonight special to you yes special to me um my husband who's a seven so tell me
2: I'm a seven you are
1: <laughs> seven you are you you are a seven you are a seven
0: you want to give us a quick little
1: yeah. So Sevens um, are nicknamed the Enthusiast, and they are motivated by a desire to have fun. They want to experience new things. Uh, They seek contentment, but it is elusive for them many times because they have a fear of missing out. And I have a friend who's a female seven. And how it presents in a female is a little bit different than I've, what I've seen it present as uh, my husband, who I'm married to. So, anyway, that is the seven. So up? Hey. <laughs> um, we'll just jump right in. Tommy,
0: what makes you feel too much slash not enough as a seven?
2: I've really been looking at that question because I've had a hard time with that question. I think one of the things that makes uh, me feel too much is that if I feel, not to use too much Christianese, but called to do something, like I feel very driven to do that thing. And like it doesn't matter. Like I want to give my energy and my effort to do that. And then if I'm not successful at it, I don't feel enough. Or if I'm not achieving that goal or getting to the end result, because there's an end result. And I feel that only mm-hmm. I can do that. Not that others can't, but that like I have a calling and a purpose to do that thing. And if I feel like I'm not achieving that, then I don't feel enough mm-hmm. for others and for myself even, really. Uh, and that can be kind of detrimental sometimes. <laughs> but <laughs> overall, uh, it, it, it makes me feel too much sometimes to be that driven towards something that somebody may not miss, may not understand as well. Right. Uh, and that sometimes I don't even understand that well. You're
0: just like, I'm going for it. Whether you understand, like it, or not.
2: Yeah, whether the money's there, whether mm-hmm. other people get it, whether it makes sense to other people, it really doesn't matter if it's something I feel very strongly about. Like, I'm going to go do it. And that's hard sometimes for others, and again.
1: Yeah. I mean, his motto could literally be like, I'm going. You get in the boat or not? I mean, that's... That's really... Good. Yeah, like all the way around. Uh-huh. It's literally
2: getting in the boat. Literally. Yeah. It's
1: literally a <laughs> Could not be more accurate. Exactly. What about not enough? Yeah.
2: I mean, on the not enough side, it's like you're trying so hard and you're working so hard to accomplish that thing. Mm-hmm. And if it isn't coming through or the resources aren't there to make it happen... You just don't feel like you are enough. Like There has to be something wrong with you internally mm-hmm. to not get it done, like especially when you see others getting it done and yeah. others being successful at the one thing or two things or three things that you really want to do. You don't feel enough to accomplish that thing. And sometimes it can even spiral down because you you don't feel <laughs> enough. And it's like, well, well, what's left for my life? Well, there's a lot of things left for your life, and there's a lot of other things you can go do. But when you feel that strongly about something, it's, it's just kind of hard and challenging.
1: So as a type seven, you know, what makes you feel the most uh, misunderstood or like, what is it about your type that you want people to know?
2: Um, I think, I think what makes us feel understood sometimes, misunderstood is that, did you say understood? Misunderstood. Misunderstood. Misunderstood, right. Is that uh, often um, sometimes there are a lot of shiny lights right there are (laughs) a lot of things that you you want to go do and have a hard time being centered uh, being stationary because yeah it's it you have to be very careful of that because I could go all over the place well this looks like fun you know today I could go do this tomorrow I could do that and part of it is that search and that sense of freedom that you're looking for to be able to go do that. And like in my current profession, as a, am not going to say what it is that I do for a living because I don't like to tell a lot of people. <laughs> uh, but in my current profession, there is a lot of freedom to like kind of make that schedule for myself and do the things that I want to do for, my, for myself that I feel are important. Right. And if I don't feel it's important, I'm not going to do it. It's not because I don't think it's important for somebody else. Mm. I believe that it probably is but for me personally if i don't feel like it gets me towards that shiny light or towards that goal i just don't want to do it and and i will drag around and i will fight tooth and nail to to do that thing because it doesn't it doesn't get me anywhere it's not that i don't think it's important but it's not getting to the goal and to the purpose and accomplishing the task at hand whatever it is Uh, i can remain focused on the shiny light and on the thing but if other stuff is getting in the way of that, or I don't feel it's important, I'll put those things off, and I would really procrastinate. But mm-hmm. if it's something I feel like is important and gets me to the task, I'll be up at four o'clock in the morning. You know. But if it doesn't, I'll sleep in. Right. Mm-hmm. Just depends on the thing.
1: Spoiler alert: Our listeners know I'm a pastor's wife, so
0: I was gonna say it, but then I was like.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> I have a pastor. I am a minister. And, and um, sometimes I'm misunderstood in that role, too. Uh, just trying mm-hmm. to, you want to accomplish the goal, whether it's growth or whether it's uh, to be able to communicate a message clearly. And when you don't do that, you're mm-hmm. kind of feeling like you miss something. Right. Um, but anyway.
1: So, you know, <clears throat> is it hard for you as a type 7 Is it hard for you to stay committed to something? Um, You know, sevens are kind of known for chasing the fun, chasing the adventure, chasing the next bright thing. So I kind of want to try to clarify that for our listeners about type sevens, how you are with commitment. You know, like, Mm -hmm. um, because I know how you are with commitment personally, because obviously we're married. But, like, how does that feel internally for for Seven's keeping commitments? Because there's so many things.
2: I think part of it is it depends on the thing itself. Mm. Like, if it's there's different levels to it, then it's easier to be committed. Right. If it's just going into a factory and you're just putting widgets together, like, you're not going to be committed to that. You're going to find a way to substruct and leave and go do something else. And you're going to find every reason to justify it and you're going to sell it to everybody. Well, this is why I don't need to do this anymore. And this is why I need to get to something else cuz it's not there's no goal there. There's, there's no end thing in mind. It's not shiny, it's not it's not you don't feel like you're really living life and you're not getting a lot of joy out of it versus something like what I do as as a pastor and even in my hobbies, there is always another level, there's something else to do, there's another challenge to face, there is something else that keeps you engaged. The unfortunate side of that is is that if you're not engaged, you tend to find things to engage. And I had to be very <laughs> careful of that. It's like if, if there's not a mountain to climb or a problem to find, I might go try to find one. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I don't need to climb a mountain. Sometimes I need to just settle and rest on the mountaintop or even in the valley and just wait. Yeah. But with my personality sometimes it's like, well, we're done with that. What's next?
0: Right. It definitely gets into the like levels of unhealthy, unhealthy and healthy and that seven of like, Oh, being awestruck and being able to sit and wonder in the valley and on the mountain versus like that average where you're like, all right, let's go, (laughs) like something else, Mm -hmm. which is
1: really interesting. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Well, even the having trouble when things are just quiet and even keel and you know, sort of like just hanging out, like you have you have a hard time just like hanging out, you know, and it's like you want to create like movement. You know,
0: I like that a lot. There's something I've read a lot about the seven, which I was intrigued and wanted to ask you aside from the questions that we kind of put together. um, That anxiety, anxious, like kind of makes me think of the Charlie Brown, like dust, cloud, pig pen situation where it's all kind of all crazy, but at the same time, kind of feeling like you're that feeling behind glass window, like that FOMO. Do you feel like as a seven that? anxious feeling really shines through at all when you're maybe more unhealthy?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when I feel stuck
0: mm-hmm.
2: and unable to accomplish the thing or go after the thing or do whatever it is, like that's when it really comes out. Like, if I feel like I just... If I can't move, if I'm immobile, if I don't have the finances or I don't have the time or unfortunately even sometimes i have to... Uh, admit that even if I feel like my family may be in the way, that's a very selfish thing to say, that Mm -hmm. I have family obligations over going and doing the thing. There are times where, like, that anxiety is really there. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard. And that that distraction, that level of distraction is there. Um, I've really noticed that. I don't know if it's more of a self-awareness or if it's getting worse the older I get. But I really notice that more the older that I get. Like, I have a hard time sometimes if there are things that I know I need to do for other things. It's not that I don't feel like the family time is important, but I feel like if there are tasks that need to be done to reach the goal or if I need to do something to get better, but yet I'm spending more time than normal with my family, I get anxious and distracted, and it's hard for me to engage with my family.
0: As a seven, what makes you feel the most seen and loved?
2: I I think the thing that most makes me feel seen and loved is uh, encouragement, um, a level of respect for who I am as a person and in my personality, um, but really, really just encouragement in whatever it is that we're doing, in words of affirmation, saying, hey, you know, I see what you're doing. You're doing a great job. You're working hard at it. I get it. Um, That's not always the case in my profession. Sometimes there's a lot of things that take place without uh, without a lot of encouragement. And so I really have to work hard to uh, establish friendships and relationships um, with others where I can kind of really gain that. I
0: dig it. I dig it. Katie.
2: You're not saying much. Why? Why?
0: Wow. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm not a seven. Tell me more. <laughs> I'm curious as like. What's well, so, like i being married to a seven? I'm curious. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm, curious to hear I'm that. genuinely curious. I am, well, I mean, I kind of talked about it with Brayden on the eight episode of like that dichotomy of twos and eights don't go together. Like that's not. Neither a, do twos
1: and sevens. Right.
0: So I'm curious kind of how that plays into.
1: When we're healthy. It's real good. When we're not, it's real bad. You want me to explain? Yeah. Okay. So a two wants to be loved, right? They want to feel loved. They want to feel needed. They want to, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's what they want. And when a two is secure and healthy, then they're not like seeking it so much, right? They're like, okay, I feel loved. I feel important. I feel needed. When a seven is healthy, they can find contentment, Mm. right? And yes, they're still doing the things and they're still wanting to have fun, but they found contentment and so they're not running away, Mm. right? When a seven is feeling that need to run and be unleashed and all these other things, what do you think it makes the two do? Yeah Chase down the seven Right Which makes the seven do what? Run. run Faster Yes Because they don't want to be trapped They don't want to be tied in Right It's like it's like a horse that needs to run They don't want to be caged in Right. Right And the more you try to tame them and cage them in The more they buck and they want to run hmm. So it's kind of If you're unhealthy It can be a, a vicious circle to jump out of Um, Because the two is constantly wanting love And and affirmation And if If the seven is Trying to bolt Mm. Right They're not feeling that But when it's healthy and the two's secure And feels loved And the seven is meeting the needs of like FOMO But still like content and around You know Mm. It works really well I don't know if I answered your question
0: No you definitely did I think it's 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 kind of a similar aspect to the 8 of why are you angry bro and then also me is going is it me is it me am i the problem cuz i a 2 goes to 8 in stress right and he goes to a 2 and the
1: anger comes out <laughs> yeah the
0: anger comes out so it's a nightmare but um i get that Tommy what a how do you what how, how do you feel about that <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, sometimes, in a healthy way, it is the racehorse wanting to get out, and it feels that. But if you will just let me go, mm-hmm. like I'll take us to the winning circle, to the winner mm-hmm. circle, like like we will experience a life that we that is above normal of what we have right now. If you'll let me go, the danger side of it is more like a dog chasing a car, like you're just chasing the wheels and you have no idea what you're going to do when you catch it. And more than likely, it's going to hurt you, you know, and, and, and you just don't know what you're going to do. And so I can see for a two where it, there is sometimes a lack of security in that because the two doesn't always know which, which one it is. Right. It could be the racehorse really chasing something or it could be the dog chasing a car and, and there's no really end result. There's not. There's nothing at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's a little bit of, of a struggle there, in and in a tug and a give and a take that sometimes is hard. And I've recognized that with Katie is that sometimes it is, it is hard for her because she is she would be perfectly content with us, you know, staying at home and and hanging out together and doing stuff like that. And I'm more on the lines. Yeah, I got a few hours. Let me go see if I can work on this. Right. Let me go see if I can do this. I want you to stay home and paint the house. Well, the house really doesn't get me anything. It really doesn't do anything for me. Happy yeah. wife, happy life, baby.
0: Doesn't scratch that itch.
2: Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't scratch the itch, and and so <laughs> I fight against that some, and uh, and so it's hard to rein it back in sometimes.
1: But you know, so we've we've talked a lot about you know the seven and the FOMO and everything. I think that a lot of people want to be sevens. Like, I think a lot of Enneagram types look and go, when they first discover the Enneagram, they want to be the seven because the seven is the fun one, right? The seven are the people that find the fun. Yeah. They chase down the adventure. They're fun to be around. Many times they can be the life of the party. They make you laugh. My friend, who's a girl who's a seven, I went to a concert with her one time. Best night of my life. I love you. No, huh? Best night of my life. Oh, yeah. I mean, so much fun, right? She can just be crazy and loud, just vivacious and out there. And she just is who she is. And she doesn't need people to bring the fun to her because she is the fun. Right, right, and I tell people a lot that one of the things, maybe the main thing, that Tommy has going for him in our relationship is that he makes me laugh every single day. Mm. Because he doesn't need somebody to bring him the fun; he is the fun. He can look at your your can of soda and give him a second, and he'll think of something funny that goes right. along with it. Right, and so that's one of the strengths of the seven that. They bring to a relationship Is that there is a There's that fun element oh, yeah. To it That Can be kind of an underrated quality
0: Or where they feel too much Like right. my, my seven friend back home In Oklahoma I really hope she's listening Because I love her to death First thing she asked me When Brayden and I got engaged Will the reception have a dance floor Because it will be on fire if she is present. And I like, I love everything about that. Yeah. But I know at the same time, that's a, like a really big insecurity too, mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't want to be the fun one because that's really overwhelming to some people, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Yeah. As before we go on to the next question, I have since we have parents, oh Lord, not only are you married, you have four children. Um, I'm curious how that dynamic of a seven as a father figure, like what that is to your children. Cause I don't think that's really talked about in the Enneagram, like mm-hmm. how that relationship, and I don't know if you can even answer that mm-hmm. question. Um, okay. and how that dynamic plays as a two and seven
1: parent partnership. He's the fun one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Go do the fun things, you know, mm-hmm. and, and enjoy it with one another. Um, You know, sometimes it has to be tempered, and sometimes if it's tempered, it's it's too far. You know, and and just have to be very cautious of that, careful of that. Nothing bad or wrong. Just you know, just have to be very cautious of that. Um, But mainly, it's it's wanting to seek fun. Is this fun? Uh, When our kids, all of our kids, were small, like when they started toddling, it was a complete joy to try to scare them, and they love it. And they just, they get so much out of it. Um, uh, teaching them to do different little things has been just a joy and it's a lot of fun. And I really have enjoyed being a parent. Uh, a lot of it. I just, it's just so much fun. Yeah.
1: And you can see, you can see the, the really, really good character, characteristics of the type 7 come out in you as a parent. Because you do bring that fun that I wouldn't even think to do. Right? right um that makes the kids laugh and 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 creates all these memories and I'm over here just making sure that we have all the things to get us through life and get us through the vacation and get us through the night you know and they're like wrestling in the floor and they're all piled on top of him you know it's right. like and that that is very much a 7 you know mm-hmm. the flip side of that for a 7 is that you said this earlier in that you can feel as though your family is in the way yes mm-hmm. and so the times when you know, you struggle in parenthood, right, as a seven, is when you're trying to achieve something and the the kids are causing a delay in that or causing that to be more difficult, right? Like even like on Sunday morning or whatever when they're losing their minds, you know, that is when you tend to get irritated with them because it's like, If y'all don't get in line and do what you're supposed to do, because I'm trying to do something. And that is when that can be, you know, kind of difficult. But in general, the seven as a parent is exactly how you would envision the seven as a parent. And that there is always room for fun. I throw darts away because they're all over the house. And I'm he buying encourages buying more.
2: <laughs> we, we buy the extras so yeah. that they
1: can, they can uh, snipe it. each other from you know around the couch or upside down or over the washing machine.
2: You know. But I think I think if I can speak to that real quick, I mean I think that's part of where it's all almost misunderstood because even yeah. as, after as a seven, the goal is not just for myself; it is for my family. I feel like in doing this. Like, say it's Sunday morning and we're trying to get ready and we're trying to go and and the kids are just not wanting to cooperate. I don't feel like I'm trying to go do something just for myself. I feel like that it is for my family. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is important for my family. And it's frustrating that they may not see or others may not see that importance of that event. Like, I feel like it's important. We're trying to accomplish something. Right. We're trying to grow a church. We're trying to get people there. There's a vision. There's a goal. There's a shiny bright light. They don't see it, and that's frustrating because I see that if we can get there, this creates a different life for us. Right. Not that we don't enjoy our life, but it gets us to a different place. Okay. And there is, it's it's hard to find that contentment sometimes and not get frustrated because they're not ready. They're not willing or understanding of how to get that there. Yeah. Um, Or how to get there in general. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and I think that um, has been really healing from somebody who has like been was like hardcore in the church and then recently left and now is coming back. There aren't a lot of seven, maybe not any seven people in leadership at a church at an institution who can navigate the fun and the, the future in a way that is everybody wants to be incorporated. They want everybody to be involved and to get to that future. Whereas most people in that like nonprofit church sector are usually eights or twos. And eights can sometimes throw like the narcissistic wing pretty heavy. Um, or just be over domineering where I feel like it's been really healing for me personally, knowing you and Katie as like you being a seven minister for my growth going into the churches, like this new season of my life. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's like too deep. No, Um, but he's
1: got a wing eight. Yeah. And and so... I think that that really, I mean, he can, he can wing six, of course, sometimes, but in general, he wings eight. And I think that is one of the things that helps him lead, because organizational leadership is just his jam. It's just who he is. But to, he can shoot the shot high enough that there's something to chase after. Mm -hmm. But the eight, the eight anchors him enough that there's that. Okay, but in order to get there, we've got to do this stuff, and you know, it kind of it, it really brings him not down mm-hmm. but grounded enough to to get there. So,
2: no, I still, have have, I still have to have people to help me along the way. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. like to stay oriented on the little things because the okay, little you things, me. yes, You're you and, and my secretary, my LaWanna. administrator, Luana,
1: your work wife, and um, your wife wife.
2: Yeah, I mean, because. <laughs> Because, like, sometimes they have to remind me of the little things. It was yeah. odd when I uh, – if I could share this, if that's all right. When I started in ministry, I had to take a full psychological evaluation.
0: Right.
2: <laughs> it was really it was really eye-opening for me. Uh, and uh, But it was a full-blown deal. We had to take a test before you go, and then you go sit with someone, do all these little math equations. I mean, just, just the whole full-blown ordeal uh, to make sure that you're not crazy. Um, but anyway, so we get done, and I get the evaluation, and it says – that he finds the important things important and he gives a lot of attention to it, but the little things basically he really doesn't care about. And he's gonna throw <laughs> it to the side. And so where I have to have I have to have somebody like Katie and she does a fantastic job with this and and I will say that sometimes I I take 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 uh Take advantage of that, or I don't know what I'm trying to say take right now. Take it for granted. Take it for granted. You filled that in, Bridget. Really, I mean, really quick. It was, right there. There it was right there. There it was. You filled it in. Because I, I, do, I do take it for granted sometimes. Uh, I have to have her and like my administrator remind me and say, Hey, this happened on so-and-so today. You know, this is going on today. You need to call them. You need to do this. Um, And it's not even a lot of times that I haven't written it down, but that I may have procrastinated on that thing because it just doesn't get me there. Right. Right. It just doesn't get us to the goal. And and so I have to have that. Um, I'm good on the administrative side of knowing the big picture and knowing what we need to do to get there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I get really frustrated when people don't just... Do what I ask them to do, you know. <laughs> when they don't have the expertise to know what to do, and they ask me what to do, and then they don't do it, that's very frustrating. Right. Um, but overall, I still need I still need that grounding, in, in general.
0: Well, speaking of the ground, there is a plate on the floor. Yeah. It's uh, there's a plate on the floor. Why would you pick it up?
2: I have a really I don't know that it makes sense to my personality. And maybe it does. Maybe you guys could kind of explain that a little bit more. (laughs) But there's part of that question that I've really thought about a lot. And it's, if the plate is on the floor, there are several reasons why it needs to be picked up. One, it doesn't belong there. Mm -hmm. Plates just don't belong on the floor. Two, there's a very odd part of it. And I don't know that it's just the way that I was raised with my father or what it was. But the concern is that if someone slips on that plate, they're going to get hurt. Someone might get hurt because that plate's on the floor. Uh, they might; It, it may be, get broken and they cut their feet or they're going to slip and slide and hurt their leg out from under it. Uh, it needs to be cleaned up. It's not in its right place and it needs to be picked up for other people, not just because it just has a place.
1: Right. You just described why you do things from your wing eight and why you do things from your wing six. <laughs> <laughs> because a six sees all the dangers of the world and that's what you described for other people like this could happen or that could happen or this could happen the plate used to be picked up because it's a hazard and then the other one was it doesn't belong there which is exactly what Brayden said in, in our episode about type Bates last week yeah yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't belong there yeah. Right. It's not supposed to be there. Why is it there? Why is it there? <laughs> that was perfect.
0: Uh, I love the, like, this question just from the Enneagram types because I think every single person has been like, well, this is for me. I don't know if it makes sense for the t- <laughs> And we're literally being type.
1: like, we're asking you to tell us through your lens. Right. Why are you picking <laughs> up the plate? Uh, so, I you know, it. sevens can have a tendency to feel like... um. They always have to be on, right? Yeah. Because you are the fun one, Mm -hmm. right? And so you can have that tendency to feel like you have to be that person for everybody all the time. Um, And it can also be exhausting when you're trying to chase the things and chasing after the things and you're not quite getting where you want to be. That can be very exhausting for you. There's lots of areas for the seven to feel like they are way too much in a situation And very internally not enough all at the same time. And so we want to encourage you as type 7s that you are not too much.
0: Not too much.
1: You are not too little.
0: Not too little.
1: You are just enough.
0: Just enough.